emotional abuse on this edition of Truth and Love. I'm Heath Lambert, and you're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, where we seek to provide biblical solutions for the problems that people face. I am excited to announce that the 2018 Annual Conference for the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors is going to be on the topic of abuse. We're calling it Light in the Darkness, Biblical Counseling and Abuse. And that conference is going to be on October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of 2018 in Fort Worth, Texas. At ACBC, we want to take this problem of abuse head on, take it as seriously as it needs to be taken, and we want to bring to bear all the resources that Scripture has to say about this very, very important and very challenging topic. One of the most challenging topics under the big banner of abuse is the topic of emotional abuse. We want to be very careful to understand this topic of emotional abuse from the standpoint of Scripture. And I am thrilled that joining us on the podcast this week is Timothy Pasma, who is a fellow with ACBC, a board member of ACBC, a pastor in Ohio, and is going to be one of our general session speakers at that conference, and he's giving his his general session talk on the topic of emotional abuse. Timothy, we're glad that you're here with us today. Well, thank you. And I want to ask you about this topic of emotional abuse. What is it, and how is it different from other kinds of abuse, physical abuse, verbal abuse? Well, let's start with the last part of that question. It's different because there may no, be no bruises left. It's not a violent, physically violent sort of thing. It's not, um, it's not something that, that you can say, look, he hit me and I've got the bruises to show it. Um, it it's not that at all. It's not, uh, but it does involve, if you would, verbal abuse. It, it does involve words, but it also involves actions, typically, we would say that that are nonviolent. For example, um, most people look at it in in ways like this is how some folks would would define that when someone rages at you, constantly criticizes you. So there's a verbal element certainly, ridicules you, belittles you, or demeans you. When they withhold affection, when they withhold their resources, their money, their time, when they restrict or isolate you, or um, threaten you or abandon you, um, when they coerce you to do things you don't want to do, along those lines. Those are the sorts of things we're talking about when we talk about emotional abuse. What does the Bible have to say about emotional abuse? Well, that's interesting because I, I think the first thing that we have to do is, is not look at our Bibles and say, I don't find emotional abuse in my concordance, so the Bible doesn't address it. Yeah. But you, you, you have to say, what does the Bible say to us about someone who misuses us? What do we do? What does the Bible tell us when, when it says that when people say terrible things to us, what are we going to do? Um, frankly, okay, frankly, I would say this. When we talk about emotional abuse, we're already using terminology that the Bible doesn't use, and the way you define a term is going to determine where you look for the answers. Yeah, it's going to. It, at, when someone uses a term, I can already tell you where you're going to end up. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So, 
uh, I'm not going to look for emotional abuse. Now, as, as, as I talk to people, as I think about this, I, I, w- I would say, well, what is the person that you say is emotionally abusing you? What's he trying to uh, achieve? Control. Okay, does the Bible say things about how to deal with people try to control or manipulate you? Oftentimes, emotional abuse is, is uh, someone says that, that, that he's isolating me, he's keeping me away, so I'm in this isolated situation. So when he tells me things, I believe everything he says or, or something like that. Well, okay, what does the Bible say we ought to do um, in those kinds of situations? So uh, if, if, we, if we just talk about emotional abuse, we're already off on the wrong foot. Let's start thinking about what the Bible, let's see what emotional abuse, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. And then look at what the Bible says, how do I handle that? Yeah, so go beyond the label to what the label is describing. Yes. And when we see what the label is describing, then biblical categories are going to start exactly. popping up all over. Yeah, Exactly, because... When we yeah, when we get below the label, we start seeing where the Bible addresses those things, and yeah. that's where we need to go. And that's why I would say, when someone comes in and says, um, "I'm being emotionally abused," um, it's not like I, it's not like oh, I don't believe you, because you're not using Bible words. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, "Well, tell me about that," and and try to understand what's happening, and then say to myself, "Okay, now what does the Bible say about those things?" And that's how we ought to go. Uh, when we use words like abuse, too, here's another thing. When we use words like abuse, like that gang abused me, and I got a, that's why I have the scar across my cheek, uh-huh. right? Well, automatically, we're already talking about victim here. And, and so um, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do. I'm a victim. I'm, I'm hurt. Some have even said, uh, I, I heard this or read this recently, um, emotional abuse, many people say emotional abuse is worse, uh, damages me more than physical abuse and so forth. Okay. So when we use the term abuse already, we're, we're, we're talking victim. There's nothing I can do. I'm totally at the mercy of this person. Mm-hmm. As far as moving towards help... Yes. What is the Bible? So someone's listening to this. Maybe they have been a victim of what we refer to as emotional abuse, or they know someone who has been, and they want to know what the Bible would have to say to help them or what the Bible would have to say to allow them to help somebody else. Where can you point us? Well, again, um, I want to hear the person's story, and, and each story it's not going to be exactly the same. And so Mm -hmm. the answers are not always going to be the same. Um, Yet there are certain common things such as isolation. Okay. And and again, part of this is, is our, our, is the person who is um, treating you terribly. Are you both members of the same church? Well, now there's all kinds of resources open. I'm, you're in a shepherding situation where people can intervene. Um, you, as a woman, for example, have a right to go to the church, to go to your leaders and say, this is happening to me, it's sin, and they can intervene and, mm. and be a part of your lives to help you deal with that. Um, you are part of a community of believers. You can get out of that echo chamber. As, as um, um, I've heard Heath even say uh, recently, 
Uh, in Hebrews chapter 10, where it says, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together, it's not just a preaching point about church attendance. Yeah. It's about the fact that we're to be together to encourage each other towards love and good deeds, and therefore you get out of the echo chamber and you're with people that can help you and encourage you and give you truth and and so that so that there's more to it than just that. Now, I'm thinking of that in terms of, of you're part of a church. There should be a shepherding culture. There should be a helping one another culture. We should be involved in one another's lives where I might be able to be picking up those signals, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, and, and as a pastor, as a shepherd, I can step in and say, hey, I'm seeing some things. What's going on? Um, um, you need to hear things like... Um, like this, okay? You are not, certainly, I don't want to say you're not a victim, but I want to say you're being hurt by these words. You're being hurt by these actions. Now, what are you going to do? And I think the Bible opens up a whole a whole new, uh, or, or, or a whole horizon of fight back. Mm-hmm. Fight back with good. If mm. someone curses you, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to bless them. So I would say to someone I'm talking to, um, okay, when those things happen, find something in that time period before the day ends. Bless that person. Do good to those who hate you. Um, fight back with good. Romans chapter 12, verses 17 through 21, uh, gives a whole battle plan mm, yeah. of, of fighting back. So when, when people come to me and talk about any kind of abuse, I want to say, okay, then you need to, to be a warrior. Mm-hmm. Let's be a warrior. Let's go to war and, and let's get tactics and strategy laid out where you're going to go to war against this person, but you're going to go to war against him with good. Yeah. Um, so those, those are some of the things I think that would, would be on the table. All right. Okay. Well, we are looking forward to hearing more about that at the conference in 2018. You're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of ACBC. If you would like more information about our conference, Light in the Darkness, Biblical Counseling and Abuse, or if you'd like more information about our ministry, then you can visit us at biblicalcounseling.com.